right, welcome to episode five of the Hunters Podcast and your daily hunt with me, Thomas Mifsud, and our guest today, Mr. Ty Warner. So Ty has been in my life pretty much since he was born. I've known him since he was in diapers. Um, he's a great guy. He's had his ups and downs just like the rest of us. You know, he's a man. He's been through society. He's been through sedation. He's been through the happiness, the sadness, through the darkness, and through the sunshine and everything wrapped up in between. But inside of that, what we're going to do today is just hit a glimpse of where he was before he came into a 120-day breakout now session, challenge-based lifestyle through the Warrior's Way, and what it did for him once he realized that he wasn't alone, but yet he couldn't do it himself. He couldn't change who he saw in the mirror. Because as a man, as a human, as a woman, it doesn't matter who you are, when you wake up in the morning and the person you see in the mirror isn't who you believe you are, that means you've been lying to yourself about who you are. You've got this figmentation, this ultra universe, alternate universe, whatever the fuck you want to call it, in the reality of who and how you live your life based on the unreality of the lies you tell yourself and what you believe and what you don't believe. And inside of that, we're going to touch a little bit on that. And we're just going to go through and see what his experience was, see where he was, why he decided to come and join in to changing his life and why it was worth the investment to him to actually put the time and money into himself and his life. So I want to welcome Ty Warner, my brother, my friend, and one of the, I don't know what you want to call um, teammates of Breakout Now, early 2018, end of 2017. And well, introduce yourself. Who are you? What are you? Um, my name is Ty Warner, obviously. You introduced <laughs> me. Um, I've been your brother for as long as I can remember. Um, really close, you know. Life has its ups and downs, and you know, we lost contact for a while, but um, you know, I came back into your life and and you gave me a warm hug and it's it's been good ever since, but there's been a portion of myself that was missing and I didn't realize what it was, you know. And uh I never thought that it would be something so deep and wide as what the warrior showed me. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't one thing either. You know, like, like you told me from the beginning, it's the four pillars of our life that are completely broken. You might, for me, it was work was always number one and everything else was always pushed aside. Okay. Why do you think that was? Because in today's society, as a man, we're raised to be a fucking walking ATM machine. We're raised to be work, 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 work. And what did he just say? He just said work was number one. Because as little boys, that's all we see. We see our dad's work, our uncle's work, our grandpa's work. Everybody. So we're, we're built into that, in into this world. And when he came back into my life and we started working through this and he got to see me living the warrior's way and living through the breakout now, was that when you started questioning stuff like that? Why work's number one and where's the rest of my fucking life? Seeing, honestly, when when you started. So we're, we're, I'm, I'm going to time you out there, there for one second. So the word honestly, one thing is that you have to get through, and he doesn't know this, and I haven't busted his balls about it before. But when you say honestly, when you say that, up to that point, I think you've been fucking lying to me the whole time. <laughs> so, so one thing to try to do is choose your words when you're talking to somebody. That's not going to put them automatically into a defensive position thinking you were lying to them before that. And this is what I'm talking about in the daily habits. The core four is building different 
perspectives and daily habits and routines, and you'll start changing stuff like that. Ty isn't lying to me. He wasn't lying to me. I'm just sharing that with you. So back to back to the basics. So I believe I told you this though. Uh, in the beginning, it was I was watching you change, and it was a little weird to see how much of a difference something makes, but is it going to stick? Is it going to make an actual difference? Are you going to be different? You know, is it something that's going to ch actually change you or is it just another facade to put in front of everybody else's eyes, but you still feel the same inside? So when I started seeing the change in you, uh, you started opening up to me and started talking to me more started to be more like my brother instead of just a friend. And I think that's about the time when I really started to look at where I was in my life, the contacts that I had made that I just pushed aside, the belief in something that I never had before. I didn't even believe in myself, really. I just did it because that's what I was told to do. I just woke up every day. I went to work every day. I ate shit and brushed my teeth and went to bed and did it all over again because that's what I knew I was supposed to do. Well, that's because that's the way society teaches us. You know, we're sedated and as a man, you're not allowed to feel, you're not allowed to have emotions. You're allowed to go to fucking work, make the money, come home and sit on your ass. Yep. That's it. And in past relationships, I've always been told that I don't open up enough. I'm not actually present. I actually got told once that I feel like more like a brother or a friend than an actual future husband. And, you know, putting all that together inside of my head when I was seeing you change actually made me think that this might actually be something that I want to pursue. And then when you came to me and you looked at me and you said, you need this, that's when it hit home. And, and that's the thing. It isn't that somebody's going to tell you what to do. It's just so many of us look for permission from everybody else to actually do what we know we need to do in the heart. So when you have somebody say, hey, I really think you need this or you should look into this, then you have to start investigating and looking at yourself. So when I brought that to you and I said, "You have here's this opportunity, and he paid. He didn't get to fucking do this for free. So he paid money. He paid time. He paid blood, sweat, and tears. So I just want you to know out there, Whatever you're thinking, because we've known each other for so long, because we call each other brothers before brothers and all that, it doesn't make a difference. You know, I have somebody that I know that coaches. He charges his mom $1,000 a month to coach her. Because mm -hmm. in the end of the day, if you're not willing to put money and time into yourself and invest in yourself, you're never going to accept the results for your own. So you're not going to put in 110% effort. You're not going to push. You're not going to open up to anybody. You're not going to – you know, I've invested in myself X amount of dollars. So I want to actually get this done to see some kind of production out of it. That's the way I felt. And if you don't have that financial investment, why are you going to push in your emotional and your physical investment? Right. That's the thing I learned when I first started on this path almost two years ago. So when we look at this and you come up, so you look at your body being balanced in business. So your body is half-half at the time you were telling me. So where, where do you think your body was before you started breakout now on a one to ten? Do you feel like you were healthy and like you were? I was healthy. I was, you know, I wasn't in great shape. Um, 
but I wasn't in poor shape either. I'd probably say medium, probably like a five, if okay. you're saying one to 10. So being, do you have any connection or? My being was voice? a one, no. guaranteed. Uh, balance, family life. Have Zero. You been talking to your family or anything? Zero. Okay. You ran from your family. You hid. Yeah, I years. had to. So business. Six, because I didn't pursue anything outside of. Making money. Making, making money. paycheck. So yeah. He made a paycheck to pay the bills, just like most of us do. So now in the reality of this, we look back and we see, okay, his body's a five. He has no being. He has no connection to the voice inside of himself, to his heart, or to anything out there in the universe, whether it's God, Buddha, it doesn't matter, some alien on Mars. doesn't fucking matter what you believe in. I'm not here to create a conflict or a conversation around that. You look at his balance. He, he took off. He segregated himself, completely separated himself from all of his family, from his cousins, from his dad, from everybody else, even myself included, for years. And he just ran and tried to try to go and create this life because the only thing I could think of is he felt hurt, he felt alone, and he felt like the only way that he could do it was by himself. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. My uncle looked at me when I was 16 after my parents split and I had to go live with my grandma. My uncle looked at me one day. He's serious as all hell. And I took it to heart was run. I told him that I had an opportunity in Florida and I took it and it just, I never stopped, never stopped until one day in Florida, I hit rock bottom. And that was when I called you, you know, we had talked previously, but I never stepped out of my comfort zone and took a step to better myself until I hit rock bottom and called you. So we, right, right there, listen to that. Until he hit rock bottom, he couldn't be comfortable with being uncomfortable to fucking move inside of his own life to create something better. He knew that he had to do something, but he wasn't allowing himself permission to actually step up as a man in his life when he looked in the mirror to do what the fuck was needed. How many of you are out there are like that? How many of you have pushed yourself and hid and tied yourself back into your own prison that you can't fucking go after what you want in your life because you won't give yourself permission. You know, if any of this is resonating with you right now, we're going to continue talking, but email me breakoutnowexp at gmail.com and let's start a conversation. It doesn't cost anything but a little bit of time to get on the phone for an hour with me and let's talk. So back to Ty and his reality of running and going to Florida. He had an opportunity, but he still ended up hitting rock bottom. So now he's sitting there, not sure what to do, and he reaches back out to me. He comes up to Washington State. He starts living his life, but at this time, you're still living life the same way you were living it before. I'm still running. You're still hiding, right? Yeah. So from what are you hiding from? When you looked in the mirror back then, what did you see? This is being true to myself. What I felt I saw was piece of shit but why because that's the way i saw myself because i didn't care about anything at least of all myself the only thing i knew i had to do was make money no self-love no certainty no confidence no respect none so when you're a man or even a woman at this point and you look in the mirror and that's what you see what do you expect your life to fucking look like you know, how do you expect the results and anything else to change from there? Let it out. I am, man. It's okay. I am. Warrior, the warrior is coming back. It's 
this is the thing, people, is it's powerful to get in a conversation based on truth and not lies. So this first time I've seen tears in his eyes since the challenge. And it makes me emotional. It puts tears in my eyes. And the thing is, is we all hide and we all struggle and we all feel we're alone, but we're not. And that's the one thing. Even when you come in and out of different things, you have to allow yourself to accept what's real. So you're looking at yourself. You have no emotions. You don't allow yourself to cry. You have, haven't talked to any family in years. You started physically breaking down because mm -hmm. you weren't staying in shape. You weren't working out as much. I didn't work out at all. Yeah. Not in the nine years that I was in Florida, I didn't work out at all. So now you come and you start seeing me start living the warrior's way. You think I'm a little fucked up. You think it's a little weird. Of course. <laughs> of course. And because it's out of everybody else's reality, because it's not society's path. It's not what we were raised on. It's not, I, I'm not supposed to cry to him. I'm not supposed to open up and be vulnerable and share my experiences with you. Because I'm supposed to hide and be alone. But that's no way to fucking live. No, it's not. It's not. We should be able to express ourselves to the people that we love, even friends. It shouldn't be a big deal to have a heartfelt conversation and cry in front of each other. But it feels absolutely awkward. And it makes it pushes people away because they don't know how to deal with it. But that's because they're not comfortable with being uncomfortable. They're not comfortable <laughs> living a life based on truth. Man, this is this is deep. So the one thing, the one one thinking thing that you have to stop before anything else in the fucking world, before you can even take that step forward and start on the core four, start in the power hour, start in stacking, start training underneath me as a coach. What was the one thing I, I said you had to stop doing to yourself? Do you remember? No, I don't. So when you talk to yourself and you tell yourself stuff, do you tell yourself the truth? Before this, before breakout now, before the warrior's way? No. So what would you do? Be truthful with myself. Now? Now. But before, before, I'd always tell myself that it's going to be all right. Something will come along and it'll make it better. So let's, let's, let's cut through that right there. The one fucking thing. Stop fucking lying. That's it. Stop lying to yourself. So... My biggest thing was the same thing is I would look at myself and I would lie about where I was at in life. I would lie about where I was financially, physically, connection with my kid and say everything was 10 times better than what it was. Not getting real with the reality of who the fuck I was at that time and what I was living in and why I was there. No matter how bad shit got, I have to be truthful with where I'm at and why I'm there. So when I looked at Ty and the other nine brothers that were inside of this, it was an all men's challenge that he was in. The first fucking thing was. You need to stop fucking lying and get real with where you at and who you are. Plain and simple. Absolutely. And it took I fucking that. weeks for you to actually fucking open up and start to be emotional. Because you were so repressed for so fucking long, mm -hmm. I don't even think you fucking remembered how to cry at that point. No, I had to bottle it up for so long I didn't want to. I didn't have a reason to. I. But you did have a reason to. But I didn't know, realize that it was myself that yes. I could cry for. Yes. There you go. Did you hear that? What did you just say? Say it again. I didn't realize that it was myself that I could cry for. Nope. And not that you could, that you needed to. Yeah. Because as humans, we need to be vulnerable and emotional with ourselves. 
Because if we don't allow ourselves to, we're ticking fucking time bombs. Absolutely. And we blow up with anger and resentment and defending and attacking other people to make ourselves feel better because we're so bottled up, there's no room for any other capacity. So we're so full of all the bad shit, we have no room for good shit. How are we supposed to be fucking happy? Oh, you know, the, one of the biggest things was getting rid of all the negative energy was <laughs> uplifting. And if nothing else, that's one major, major deal is getting rid of the bad so you have room for the good. You got to burn the fucking past. Absolutely. And you can't do that alone. I don't care how strong you think you are. I don't care how big of a badass you think you are, how much emotions you've shared or not shared. You can't do it alone. If you don't have somebody pushing you and asking you the right questions, you will never fucking dig it up and dig it up. There was shit that happened to me as a child that I didn't even remember happened to me until three weeks into my fucking training almost two years ago. And it put me on my knees and in tears for 28 minutes. And I know 28 minutes because I fucking video it because it was on a live training. And there was 20 other brothers that got to view that and were there to support me. I wasn't alone. You had brothers in your group. Yes. So the commodity of the brothership inside of Breakout Now, training underneath the warrior's way, in all four of these areas, body, being, balance, and business, started giving you what when you actually accepted the fact that you had to quit lying to yourself? Complete confidence. I was on top of the world. Nothing could stop me. It was fantastic. It was, it was like this void had been filled up inside of me. And, and that it was, was just all in good. a couple weeks. Yeah. So when you start training as coach, daily live trainings, videos, once a week check-ins, live calls with everybody on there, and you start being able to share and realize that you're not alone, how did that feel? At first, it was a little overwhelming. Um, but knowing that other people may not have the same path, but knowing that they all feel the same as I do and being able to open up to them and just let it all go, it felt like I had nine brothers, nine people that told me it's going to be okay as long as you do the fucking work. We can't help you, but we will be here for you to talk to. Did you hear that? We can't help you, but we'll be here. It's called support, not saving. It's called being able to be there to actually give somebody an extra push or be there for somebody to share with you when they need to, but not do the fucking work for them. Because if you do the work for them and you get the results and you hand it to them, what good does that do anybody when you try to save somebody? Nothing. None, 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 because then you're a crutch again. Yeah. Uh, somebody else is a crutch for you. And there was actually a point in, <clears throat> in your coaching that you saw that I got dependent on, dependent on you and I started getting defensive towards you and lashing out. And you noticed it, but I didn't. And within that, the way that you see that and you shift as a leader, not a savior, is I actually created space for him. And it pissed him off even more. Yes. Until he realized what that space was and what he needed to do for himself and did a full fucking 180 and come back around fucking like a fucking bull in a china shop. It was amazing. But I didn't realize it at the time. I was just, you know, day after day, it was just building up and building up and building up. And then I did one of the, uh, you know, a shift move and I, I did uh, release the rage on video and it was like a switch turned on in my brain that you're going back to your old ways of trying to find a way out of it when I need to be the one to do it myself. Yeah, he was stuck in a pit. He was stuck in its darkness, not hunting. He wasn't hunting his own light. He was trying to grab from my light and from the other brother's lights, saying, save me, show me the path, light up the way. 
When all I can do is set them on the beginning of the path and say, find your own light, start fucking hunting today, hunt every day inside the core four. So he talks about the shift move and the release of rage. Those are some of the techniques we use to actually allow capacity to get rid of the shit outside of us. To pull it fucking from deep inside and just fucking burn it and let it go. And the shift, being able to shift, when you get into these areas and you start to process stuff like you used to and not being able to process it in the new way of looking at life from a place of truth and reality, it doesn't give you that opportunity to stop and pause. Here he's able to stop, pause, do a shift move, and then continue on his day from a place of actual power, perspective, and production inside of his purpose. No, it, it, what it does is um, the time warp. You, once you do a shift move, it's like you just keep going. And 15 minutes, 15 minutes pass, and you get what you would normally do done in an hour in a day in 15 minutes. It's incredible. So going into the time warp, the challenge-based lifestyle, it's being able to set back, and I did some training earlier this week on the hunter's pathway and filling up the gap map on where you're at, where you want to be, and how to get there. And condensing, most people can, inside of this challenge-based lifestyle, can condense 12 months into 12 weeks because we cut away all the bullshit. We cut away all the fat. We get to the reality and the basis of what we want to get, our targets, and we set up to attack the results. And if I hit this fucking mic one more time, I'm going to kick myself in the ass. So, um, but going into that and going into the training, you know, we get into the core four. You start drinking green smoothies every morning. You start getting up, doing your little short workouts, doing some meditation. You know, how was it actually trying to connect with your thoughts in your heart and be able to distinguish the difference between the facts and the feelings of your life and know where you're really at and then be able to realize how you feel about it? Horrible. Absolutely horrible. My brain wanted to take over every time. And I'm still struggling with it. But at a certain point, it starts to annoy you. But you just got to keep pushing to, to advance through that and, and clear your mind and your heart and listen to what your heart is trying to say. But it's grueling. I'm not going to lie. And right there, the grueling part, the hard part, the doing the work, he said, you got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. That's a daily fucking hunt. That's getting up and doing the work every goddamn day to get the results that you set inside of the targets. And if you don't do that daily, you're not going to get shit. You're going to go right back to your same old ways. You're going to be sedated. You're going to fucking be stuck in society's way. And you're going to fucking look back and be like, what the hell just happened? I just lost three months or five months or a year. And then you'll be like, damn it. I got to get up and do it. But the one thing is it's simple. Do the fucking work. Yeah. It's not complicated. There is nothing complicated about what I coach within the Warriors way. There's nothing complicated about the Warriors way. There's nothing complicated about Breakout Now or the Avid Outdoor Warrior Week coming up. It's showing up daily to fucking hunt for what you want. Plain and simple. That's it. So now let's go about, I don't know, three months into the four months of training. Okay. How are you feeling right now? <laughs> Warrior on fire. I mean, that was not a pun for Garrett <laughs> for his Warrior on Fire No, podcast, it wasn't. But we do listen to it all the time. So that was pretty yes. fucking awesome. It came out of his mouth. So yes. I love Garrett's my mentor. He's the one that got me into this, Garrett J. White with Wake Up Warrior. And that's why I started my path. And that's where we're, that's what I train. I train underneath them. I'm a certified trainer within that. And that's exactly what the Warrior's Way is. So, but how are you feeling then? Warrior on Fire, you said. You were fucking. I was, no, I, I was. I was thinking about, not thinking about, I was researching, uh, making my own company. 
I was researching how to make my own prototype, um, my body. I was working out every morning. I was working out every week. My balance. I was talking to my father after 23 years. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So with your father, with your cousins that you haven't talked to in years and years and years. So what I'm going to do here is I'm personally going to take a time out. I'm going to step out. I'm going to let him give you about a five-minute section on why he stopped talking to him. And then I'm going to come back in and we're going to talk about how this created that opening in that pathway and that gap to actually allow him to step back up and reach out and contact them and start that relationship over. So here's Ty on why he fucking ran from his family. Well, I wasn't expecting this. Um, well, where to start? I grew up uh, with an alcoholic mother. And I was bouncing around. I don't remember any of my childhood. And I never had a dad until I was like six years old. Um... My mom met an alcoholic biker that liked to work on vehicles, and he became my first stepdad. And my mom never stopped drinking, and my dad was an alcoholic right with her. And when I was about 13, my mom left to Florida and left me with my stepfather, but they were never married. So the state had to step in. And they came to my school and they called my uncle to have him come get me. And I broke down. I cried for hours. When I was in the car with him, it was like my whole world was crashing down around me. The state gave custody to my grandmother and I just spiraled down. I started doing all kinds of drugs. I started to distance myself from everybody. I didn't care what happened, where anything went. Why was that? Because I didn't trust anybody. I had no trust in anyone. Everybody that I knew until then, aside from your family, had let me down. Anybody that was really important, which is supposed to be family, let me down. I mean, I was working with my uncle, but he came to me one day and he was like, hey, do you mind if I borrow 50 bucks from you? And that really fucking hurt me. Really hurt me because I'm like 17 years old and you're coming to a 17 year old that just lost his whole fucking world and you're asking me for money what the fuck but let's go back just a little bit so you said you don't trust anybody who's the first person you lost trust in my mom okay and when you lost trust in your mom who'd that create you to lose trust in everybody else but who's the first person my dad no myself yeah 
Yeah. Think about it. That's when I started running. The decisions that you made in your head that you made yourself believe because you didn't trust what you felt in your heart. You didn't trust the voice inside of you. I didn't know that was there. Yeah. Because you blocked it out. I blocked everything out. Your mind starts playing these tricks on you guys and everybody to where we start lying and we start believing the lies inside of our own heads. And the reason that is, is because we're scared of the fucking truth. We're scared of the facts. We're scared of the reality. So we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our judgment. We don't trust the intuition we have from inside. That's the voice calling out for us, for our purpose. And we don't fucking love ourselves. Number one fucking thing for men in this fucking world is not being vulnerable, allowing their emotions to come out and fucking loving ourselves. Plain and simple. Because when we look in the mirror, we don't see what everybody else sees. So when you start going down this path with your family and running and losing that trust, your mom not being there, your mom. So what was your mom like? Just real quick. Real quick, bipolar, manic depressive, alcoholic, um, never there. If she was there, one minute it would be I love you, hugs, kisses. And the next minute it was like this switch flipped in her head and I fucking hate you. I don't want you in my life. I don't want to be around you. It so, was back and forth fucking crazy. Alcoholic, drug addict, leaving for months, years at a time, disappearing, no contact with family, no contact with you. Nope. Nothing. Not a damn thing. So how many of you out there can relate to Ty's story? Can relate to having alcoholic, abusive, ad addicted parents in their life? Uncles, grandparents, whoever it is. So if any of this story right now is connecting wherever you came into it, email me, breakoutnowexp at gmail.com. Let's start a conversation. It's free to pick up the phone and get on a video call.